Do you ever wonder why certain things drain you, even the things that you love doing? Listen in today as Kathy Tejanel shares why that may be happening and a tool that can help you understand it even better. It's time for the Becoming a Profitable CEO podcast, and it's all about providing you with the tools to succeed on this ever-evolving business building journey. My mission is to make sure you know you are not alone, that it is possible, and that you, yes, you can do this. You matter. The world is a better place for having you in it, and your voice is needed. I'm Teresa Cleveland, and I believe that we can all make a difference and that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's get to it. I'm so happy to start this year off with today's guest, Kathy Tejanel. Like many of our guests, Kathy and I have known each other for many years. She is one of the kindest, most generous people that I know. She's also one smart cookie. This woman can organize anything and really get to the heart of things. So that is but one of her many, many skills and gifts. I've titled today's episode, Freedom to Be You, because as you'll hear in this episode, that was the shift that the Colby provided for Kathy on her path to becoming a profitable CEO. Let me go ahead and share her bio so we can jump into this episode. Kathy Tejanel is an entrepreneur and a strategic business advisor. She is president of Zoom Strategies Incorporated. It's the marketing strategies firm that she started in 2004. Kathy has also been working with Bob Berg to grow the Go-Giver movement and build the Go-Giver brand and is proud to have served the past seven years as president of Go-Giver International. Kathy's background is in marketing, information technology, and management. Her passion is working with entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs to help them develop and grow their businesses. She received her Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering from Northwestern University and her MBA from the University of Chicago. She's also a Colby Certified Consultant and helps individuals discover the freedom to be themselves. She started her own consulting business in 1999 and previously had worked for large corporations such as IBM, Ameritech, and Vario. Kathy is an adventurer who loves to travel and boldly go where she's never gone before. Let's listen as she shares part of her journey to becoming a profitable CEO. Well, Happy New Year, Kathy. It's so good to have you here. I trust you had a wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year, Teresa. I did. I hope you did too. It's such an honor and pleasure to be with you here today. Well, thank you so much. We did. We had a pretty laid back time, which, you know, not all the travel and everything. It had its pros and cons <laughs> as things did in 2020. So we're now at the beginning of a new year. Do you do word of the year, the theme of the year? Yes. I picked three words. <laughs> okay. I like doing things in three. So mine are freedom, growth, and joy. Oh my goodness. I'm looking for ways to expand my freedom you know, what I'm doing with my business, myself personally, everything is about going to be focused on, is this something that helps me grow or not? And I want to do it to bring joy to myself and to others. Oh, I love that because joy is one of those things that energy just, when you get it, you get more of it. All right. Well, thanks. I'm going to ask everybody this now because it has really helped over the years as I've developed that practice. So thank you for sharing that. 
Kathy, I have always admired your ability to organize and be on top of things. And you've been in business now. You've got Zoom strategies. You've just come off of a seven-year term as president of Go-Givers International. Just you've always juggled so many things. I'm sure there were a lot of moments where you shifted into that next level. Can you share something that really helped you as you grew as a profitable CEO? Oh, definitely. And one of the key things in my career growth was when I discovered the Colby Index and discovered what my striving creative instincts are. And this was back in 2002, after having a 12-year corporate career, and then I went out on my own and had my own consulting business. And back when I was in corporate, I had went back to school to learn therapeutic massage. I was running marathons and I thought, well, this would be a great way to take care of myself while I was training and also a great skill to have to take care of family and friends. And so I just did it on the side. It was this wonderful balance to my high tech, high stress day job. And then I would give therapeutic massages one or two on the weekend. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful balance. And then after I got married and moved to Albuquerque, I thought, well, maybe I'll do massage full time. And I quickly found out that that didn't work for me. It was really crazy. It wasn't, you know, it's a physical thing that you do, but it was more, there was a mental stress about it that I I didn't understand. And it was at that time I discovered Kathy Colby and her work around conation, which is our striving instincts. It was actually through Robert Kiyosaki's books. He mentioned that he had taken this assessment and that it was just so eye-opening and helping him understand an aspect of himself that was not his personality. It wasn't how smart he was, but it's how he took action naturally. So that totally opened my eyes and helped me see why trying to do massage all day long did not work for me. In terms of my mental energy, my strength is my ability to envision solutions. I'm not that real hands-on kind of person. So while I can do one or two massages, great. Then I sort of run out of that kind of mental energy to be able to do that. So that took me back into the business world. I think that's so interesting because so many times we do that where it feels like, oh my gosh, I love this. I could do this all day until we start doing it all day. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't figure out like, I love this. It was so wonderful. And now I dread it or, you know, I'm just so drained by it. Tell us more about the Colby, because I know for me, it's been a huge shift in my entire life, not just my business life, but my entire life. Everything makes sense. Wonderful. I love hearing that. And I sort of felt that way about myself when I got my results. Just a little overview for everyone listening. So what the Colby Index identifies is what Kathy Colby refers to as your striving instincts. Whenever you're striving to accomplish something, meaning you're actually using mental energy. So that's different than like a habit, like tying your shoes. You can do that without even thinking about it. But when, especially at work, when you are trying to solve a problem, make a decision, you are using your mental energy. And we each have a certain amount. She says a hundred ergs. So if you sleep well, when you wake up, your mental
mental energy tank is full, just like your physical energy is full, right? And so what she's identified is there's these four action modes, four ways in which we instinctively take action. And so the assessment just identifies where you fall on this continuum. For instance, Teresa, we'll, we'll start with what she refers to as the fact-finding mode, and that is your instinct to probe. It's how you will gather information. So at one end of the spectrum are people who initiate that way. Their instinct is to gather a lot of details. They will ask a lot of probing questions. You yourself initiate in the fact finder, which has served you really well as an entrepreneur. And then at the opposite end of the spectrum are people who simplify. They don't need a whole lot of information in order to take action. And actually, if you try and give them too much, they're the ones that immediately sort of the eyes glare over and they check out because they just don't have that need. And that's the difference. This isn't a preference. It's not like a social style or a personality. This is an instinctive need of how you will do things. So it's how, not what or why, but how you do things. So just very, very liberating. We'll talk about the quick start mode because we have CEOs on the line and, and a lot of CEOs will tend to initiate in quick start. Quick start is our instinct to handle risk and uncertainty. And when you have a business, you're dealing with a lot of risk and uncertainty, right? That's why entrepreneurs, business owners will tend to be, you know, on the initiating end of that spectrum because they can withstand and actually can thrive on having risk and change in their life. And on the other end of that spectrum are individuals who their strength is to stabilize. So they will keep things running smooth. They will change, but they'll need to understand what stays the same before they will be able to change. Is that just a little highlight? I know I could talk probably for hours about it. I think we've talked about this before. Be, with me being a seven in fact finder and a nine in quick start, I feel like my seven feeds my nine and helps me be prepared for those situations where I do have to make those decisions and everything else. For everybody listening, it's Colby, K-O-L-B-E. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can go ahead and check it out. I highly recommend it. My whole life made sense after I took it. So there are four... Kathy, the fact finder and the quick start. And then what are the other two? There is the follow through, which is your instinct to pattern to whether you on one end will organize and design, systematize. The other end are the adapters of the world. So if there's a system, they will naturally find a shortcut. They are the natural multitaskers. We all know that you can only do one thing in any given moment, but there are those. And it's about how one's energy flows. There are individuals that just do better when they have many plates or balls in the airs or plates spinning at the same time. And they can put a little energy here, a little energy there. Whereas there are other people, those who initiate in that mode, they're more, they want to start a project and work almost to its end. That's just how their energy flows. So that's the follow through. And it's on a, a continuum of a one through 10. So Teresa, you're the nine in quick start. You have the quintessential entrepreneurial MO. You initiate with that nine in quick start. So you're very future oriented ideas just pop to you all the time. But then you use the fact finder, that seven, to then edit and decide which ones you think have the highest probability of actually being effective. So you don't share with the world all the ideas that flow in your mind because you're self-editing all of that. And then the last mode is the implementer. And that is how hands-on a person is. And as I mentioned earlier, I found out, you know, I'm not going to be able to do massage full-time because I'm not that 
hands-on of a person. My gift is my ability to envision in my mind and see things and plan things. And that works really well. And the opposite in the spectrum are the initiating implementers. Those are the men and women who are just gifted with their hands. They can do anything. They buy something that needs to be put together. They don't even look at the instructions. They can just look at all the pieces and put it together very easily. That is not me. (laughs) (laughs) Ikea is not my favorite place because I don't like to always have to put everything together. (laughs) I like Ikea to walk through and just think of the ideas and putting it all together. So that's always interesting to put it together in my mind, like rooms and layouts and that kind of stuff. But no, to sit and do it. No, thank you. Right. That's right. That's why I have the handyman on speed dial. (laughs) That's it. And it's interesting because as I see people in my life, like Liam, who is eight, is I say all the time, he's going to do something in life with his hands. He is always with his hands. He's right now downstairs putting together Legos. He gets these kits and he will just, he would do that all day if I let him. And he gets so charged up by it. And uh, so I see this in people in my life. I've heard of couples who did it and who understood each other better. What I really want to impress upon everyone is knowing what your Colby is helps you then build the team as you grow your company to fill in your gaps. One of the things that I love about the Colby, when you take the assessment at the end, it says you have received a perfect score of, and it doesn't mean like the one isn't bad, nine isn't bad, like there's no good or bad. It's just like you said, how you do things. And when you understand that, it just so much makes sense because I think it helps us differentiate sometimes between our zone of excellence and our zone of genius. That's right. I love tech and getting into all of that and that's not where I need to be spending my time. As long as I'm exploring it and figuring out how it works and how we can use it and how we implement it, I'm charged up. But once I, for lack of a better word, conquer it, I'm done. Somebody else needs to come along and whatever I put together, they need to maintain it. I know I'm not a maintainer, but I didn't make sense. There were times in my life, jobs that I had, and even as I grew as an entrepreneur, that I would take on jobs and I couldn't figure out why I loved it and then I didn't and I would drag my feet. So this, I promise, it helps make sense of so many things. And I also love that she has the charts and really breaks everything down because sometimes we take these, you know, some of the personality assessments and all that. And we think, okay, that's what I am, but there's maybe more difficult to understand it. And then there are incredible people like you who can help more in that understanding because you've helped me as I've grown my team to Mm -hmm. see what I need and to look at the people that come in at their Colby's to see what's a good fit and helps me know what I'm looking for in someone. That has been tremendous. And once I understood that, it was a no-brainer to have you really help me put that team together and even come in and talk to our team. I love when we can do something like that. Kathy, how did the Colby, so back then, so just to back up, so how did that, how did that affect your life and your decisions as you move forward? It's powerful. And the benefits of the Colby are truly understanding what your gifts are, what your instinctive strengths, or I refer to as your creative strengths. And one thing that Kathy Colby, I love what she shares is that we all have equal creative potential. A lot of us, I know myself, I would always say, oh, I'm not creative. You know, we usually think, oh, it's somebody who paints or sculpts or writes poetry or, you know, writes, they're they're creative. I'm good at business. I'm not creative. And 
And what Kathy Colby helped me understand is we are all creative. We're just creative in different ways. And so this Colby, when you find out your MO, your four numbers, you know, where you are in each action mode, it is liberating because now you understand how you naturally take action, how you will approach things. Yes, the other aspects of the mind, the affect, the feeling, what are your preferences? That is important as is your IQ, how smart you are, what you can do, what you have an aptitude for. But I really feel like the Colby has identified this missing piece that most people are not aware of, that we truly are hardwired a way to be successful. And when you can understand this about yourself, your productivity goes through the roof. You no longer try and work against your grain. You know what things you naturally should delegate, what things you naturally should do yourself because you just naturally do it well and it doesn't take energy. When you are in that, called it the zone of genius, right? Yes. When you are in that zone, the energy just flows and it almost feels like you have unlimited energy. And that's what I love helping people understand about themselves. It's how we can be most authentically ourselves. So the Colby was groundbreaking for me when I discovered that and realized, whoa, okay, doing massage is not what I'm going to do. I really was really suited in the business world and it helped me really see in what ways I can take my gifts and really add value in the world with them. So that's part of what I do, coaching with people like any coach. When you understand what your natural gifts and talents are, that coach can just help you get to and take it to a whole nother level, which is why myself work with coaches in different aspects to really help me continue to grow and actualize my potential. It is. I so agree with that. It's so liberating. For me, I've been able to say, oh my gosh, yes. It made me look back at all those times where I was miserable and doing things that I was good at. And it really helped me define, I started looking at the people that I worked with because I always loved working with business owners and helping them grow and doing the things. And the things that light me up that I jump out of bed for, strategy. I love to strategize and to be able to build that plan is to build it out but then I need someone else who will go in and create the lucid chart out of what I said <laughs> and all those other things. Because when it gets to that part, I'll put it off and put it off. But I have a team now that is a very good fit for me and they will take care of that part and they can decipher it all in. It works so well. So Kathy, how did that then apply to you as you moved out of the massage back into the business world? How did that help guide you and the things that you took on? Well, first I just want to say you have built a, a marvelous team. You're an amazing leader in what you do and, and helping CEOs be purposeful and really achieve success. So congrats to you. Oh, thanks. So the Colby really helped guided me back into, well, what was I going to do? What are my natural gifts? And I'm a natural developer. So I like to develop marketing programs, products, services, mainly services. So I went back and my business was in the marketing realm. And I actually, it was in 2004, a, a gentleman that I had actually hired to help me do some marketing. We ended up forming a company, Zoom Strategies, together way before Zoom video conference. See <laughs> 
2004 and it happened. My, my married, former married name was Zader and that was the Z and he was Dave Moyer. And we were trying to figure out what do you do with the Z and an M and Zoom. Um, so Zoom was born and it was a marketing strategies firm. We worked together for a couple of years into one of our clients, hired him away and he became CEO of that company. And so I continued on and that was around 06 and websites, you know, the internet had really taken off. The marketing firm turned more into developing websites for customers. And so with my marketing company was going well. And I have to say one of the books that really helped me back then. So this was around 06. Um, I'd come across Bob Berg's Endless Referrals and it became the manual of how I built my business. In, in my workshops I would give, I, I would quote Bob. And then there's a little funny story of how I ended up meeting Bob Berg. <laughs> um, one day I got an email from my business partner husband, Josh, and it was an email from Bob Berg wanting to know if we wanted to help promote his first live event. And I remember I was like in shock. <laughs> how did Bob Berg know us to reach out to us? And I go back to his office carrying the Endless Referrals book. And I'm like, Josh, is that the Bob Berg? <laughs> And of course, he looks at me like I'm kind of nuts. And he's like, well, Kat, he's been a columnist on our Atlasphere networking directory for years. And I just, I was busy building Zoom. Our little networking directory was kind of a side business. And I just didn't, hadn't put together that that Bob Berg was the same Bob Berg that I'd been quoting. So <laughs> I guess talking about all that time, brought that together. So we ended up meeting Bob at his live event. And then later that year, that was in 07, the Go-Giver was coming out. And Bob had emailed out to his list saying, would anyone like to host a live event? And I was like, would you come to Albuquerque? And they were, he and his partner, business partner were like, yes, if you can sell 200 tickets, line up sponsors, we'll be happy to come. Now, mind you, I had never done a, an event of that size. <laughs> Like, I'm bringing Bob Berg to Albuquerque. <laughs> and I know once you set your mind to it, it's getting done. It did. And I loved it. And it was an experience that used all my natural gifts. I'm an initiating follow through and highly accommodating quick start. So I can systematize, organize, but I also have that quick start energy to deal with the change, you know, wanting to do things in a new, a different way. So it really was an opportunity to really go outside my comfort zone and take on this challenge. So I did had 200 people attend our event. It really was wonderful not to toot my own horn, but it was a really great event. And it was wonderful being able to bring Bob and his go-giver an endless referrals message to the Albuquerque area. And then from there, my work with Bob just continued to grow. We took on all of his web developments projects. I ended up systematizing what we ended up calling the City Partner Program. We put on over 50 public events together to share the go-giver message and endless referral system. And then it just grew to where we were business partners for quite a few years together. So it's been an amazing journey. And I would say the other thing that really has impacted me along with Colby has been the whole go-giver way, the five laws of stratospheric success. That mindset, that shifting one's focus to giving, you know, not giving it away, but giving value and being open to receiving in return. And I may, there may be a lot of you out there. This has been a hard lesson for me to learn that giving does not mean you give at your own expense that you really take care of yourself first so that you have plenty to give. And when you get that balance right, that flow of energy is, is quite extraordinary. 
So it's been quite an honor to be involved with the Go-Giver movement. Let me just say, I've been to numerous events that you have hosted and they are fabulous and everyone feels very well taken care of. And I've assisted with some of those and even the people who are assisting and supporting you and getting that done feel the same way. So it's just an energy that you bring to it. Thank you. As to the go-giver and that whole giving, because I've heard people say things like that, like, well, how much am I supposed to give before I get back? It's just a different energy than that. But when you are giving that way, you do start to feel like a doormat or, you know, when you're coming from that space, but it's not that at all. I've heard it likened to an accountant who will charge maybe $2,000 for their services and then help you save or find your deductions that save you $10,000. So they've given more in value than they've accepted in payment. That's giving. Yes. So can you speak to that a little bit? Because I know you speak more eloquently about it than I do. (laughs) You're amazing, Teresa. Yeah, the big thing to understand, and I think the difference with the go-giver is that it's the idea to understand that you give first, um, just like putting logs on a fire. You don't expect the fire to give you warmth unless you put logs there first. So that starts the energetic flow, but also understanding that this giving, you're not, you don't lose anything in the giving. And one of the best examples is love. When you give love, you're not losing anything. It only comes back to you even more. And recently in a book, one that you don't just read, you experience and you go through, it's called The Presence Process by Michael Brown. And in it, he talks about how it's unconditional giving is receiving. And in The Go-Giver, they talk about that giving is receiving. Every giving is actually a receiving. And if you don't allow yourself to receive, you're actually shutting down the flow for that other person who is trying to give to you. So it's a really important point. But in his book, this wonderful visual that anyone who's listening do, because it's very powerful, go to a mirror and stand in front of a mirror and try taking something as if you're taking something from the mirror and see what happens. When you do that, you see that something's being taken from you. Very powerful to actually experience that in the mirror because it's very much the way our world works. When you are taking, it's actually, it's a lack mentality. Then next, stand in front of the mirror and give to the mirror. And what happens? The mirror is giving back to you. And that is the most powerful visual I've ever experienced to really solidify the experience of that giving is receiving. Oh, that is powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. I want everyone to know, and we'll put a link with the Go-Giver. There are five laws of stratospheric success, and we will put those in the show notes as well. And if you have not read the Go-Giver, absolutely pick it up. We'll put a link to that as well. It is a fairly short read. It's a short, powerful book. (laughs) It is so powerful. And it's told in a way that a story form. So then it's so much easier to digest, I think, and really see the lessons because it's always, for me, it's always about the practical application. So when you see it happening, it just connects better for me anyway, than the to sit down and read the list. Right, right. And just quickly, 
you know, the five laws, it's the law of value that your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Then number two is the law of compensation. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Law number three, the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interest first. That one I always like to put in the caveat. Again, you that presupposes you have taken care of yourself first. So you have that to give. That energy is flowing. Law number four is the law of authenticity, that the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. And lastly, the law of receptivity, that the key to effective giving is staying open to receiving. It truly is a flow that you just open up to and let that cycle of energy go through you. And the shortcut, the way I like to remember it we as the go-giver way, create value, touch lives, build relationships or networks, be real and stay open. I love it. I love it. And I'm definitely putting that in our show notes. I will say that at very different times, both the Colby and Bob Berg, long before the go-giver, really affected my life and made a difference in my life. And Bob is one of those people that walks his talk. He just does. He's one of the most authentic people that I know and value so much about everything that I've learned from him and him as a person. All right. Well, we could talk forever about all of this. Thanks, Kathy. I know you are offering to anyone who we're going to put your link to the Colby and the show notes and anyone who does the Colby assessment, you're offering a 30 minute consult just to help understand it a little bit. Yes. To answer any questions they have. The report that you receive immediately when you take the assessment is 18 pages. There's a lot of information in there. And I just feel this is so important that everybody understand these natural gifts they have. So I'm, I'm happy to have conversation with anyone to help answer or any questions and help you really apply it. I know for myself, it took talking with somebody who really understood it to really take me to the next level. Right. I love that there is enough information there that you can, you can understand, but to take it, working with someone like you or talking with someone like you helps simplify it into the terms because there is a lot of information. And so it's like sometimes overload because I think it's a new way to look at things and think about things. Like you said, I I agree that I feel like it's the missing piece amongst all the personality tests and everything else that's out there. And for those who have already taken it, you're open to doing that same 30 minute session with them to help understand it. So I really encourage anyone who has done it or has been on the fence about doing it, do it now. Talk to Kathy. She will help cut through everything just to help you see very quickly your strengths and why some things light you up and some things don't. How to take it from just an awareness that you have these gifts, but how applying them so that you understand what stresses you, how you deal with change. It is a game changer in terms of your productivity and your enjoyment of what you do. Wonderful. That sound means that it's time for our guest Q&A, quick fire, quick round. We're still looking for a name for it. If anybody listening has an idea, go ahead and shoot it over. I love this part of it because this is just you and some questions that we have that we ask all of our guests. First of all, Kathy, this has come up and I decided I wanted to ask everybody this. Have you personally ever worked with a coach? Yes, many times. I'm currently working with a coach. I really love in the coaching field that you 
you can really hone in on what it is. There's such a wide variety of coaches. Like for this, with the Colby and with you doing this, that you can help people understand this piece and we can get what we need and then move on. And I think sometimes people think of coaches as they need to find that coach who does everything and can tell you like all the answers, but we're multifaceted people and we're all different. So I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Identifying what area you really want to have growth in and just like an an athlete to get to their highest level. And that's why I work with different coaches at different times. Where is it that I want to truly grow? Right. What do I need right now to get to that next level? Yeah. Because we have our blind spots and you you need somebody who's not afraid to tell you the unvarnished truth, you know? It, yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Sometimes it's some of those most uncomfortable situations <laughs> that we actually do the most growth in. That's right. All right, Kathy, what number? Obviously, the bottom line is important. Besides the bottom line, what is the most important number to you in your business? To me, I like to look at the customer lifetime value. And that is so important because it looks at the whole relationship, the value of the relationship that you're developing, and you're not just viewing it as a transaction. And this goes all back to the go-giver. It is all about developing the relationships, the connections with people. So really understanding that. And it's more than just loyalty because it's more costly to go out and find new customers than to retain existing customers. So that's the, the number I really look at. Oh my gosh, we hear that all the time about how much more it costs to go find new customers. Yet I find online, I just see so many people who are in that constant pursuing of that. And then and then there's that feast or famine, right? Where it's like, oh, where I'm going to go, I found the client, now I'm going to work with them, work with them, and then not do the other things. So it's building those relationships at all different levels. All right. From our random would you rather questions, and I've asked this one before, but I I always like to know the answer. Would you rather time travel or teleport? I would rather teleport. I'm a Star Trek fan. I want Scotty to beam me up. I want to get where I want to go. And Bewitched was one of my favorite shows as a kid too. I just want to be able to snap my fingers or wiggle my nose and be where I want to be. (laughs) And as efficient as you are, that does not surprise me at all. And then I know the answer to this question, and I should have probably pulled a different one for you. Or maybe I don't know the answer. Maybe I'm assuming. I'm I'm assuming. So we have a question from one of our previous guests, and they wanted to know what book has made the most impact in your business life that you continue to use the principles today? Well, that would be the (laughs) (laughs) go-giver. I have spent 12 years <laughs> helping to um, share that message, build the go-giver movement. So I, I have to say from a business perspective, it has been the go-giver. There are other powerful books out there, but that's that's my number one in terms of the business. Because if you understand principles of life and business, you know these principles don't just apply to business, they apply to your life. Once you have that mindset and understanding, then everything else will fall in line. Otherwise, you might just be doing techniques and they'll work at a certain level. But to get to that 
stratospheric success, they all have to be at work and being applied. And I think that's why, you know, Bob Berg wrote Endless Referrals in 1994. He's been sharing that system of how to build a referral-based business for over 25 years, right? But he realized in 2000 that for it to really work, he needed to share the underpinnings, the philosophy. And that's why he set out to write The Go-Giver and why he ended up teaming up with his fabulous co-author, John David Mann. John is just a phenomenal writer. Bob's the how-to, as he says, but the two together, it's just been a phenomenal partnership between the two of them. I love that you made that point because a lot of people will say, I talk about endless referrals and they're like, what? And But when I say go, the go-giver and they're like, oh yeah, 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 I read that, right? But it is very much to see that blended into that so that you can take it to a deeper level. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, of course. I pulled these questions out of my bowl. <laughs> when it came up, I just laughed. And I'm like, well, I think I know what the answer to this is going to be. <laughs> All right, then. And then for our a future guest, what is a question that you would like for me to ask a future guest? Because change is a constant, and I know I've seen that in my own life career from all the things I did in my corporate life to then when I became an entrepreneur. And that's, you know, been a series of different businesses. You know, I'd love to know what has someone found most helpful in knowing when to make that next leap, that next transition, what what they found most helpful. All right. We will definitely put that in the bowl to ask. I think it's still interesting to me, the questions that our guests have asked, because it's things that we always wonder. We look at other people and they're, we're like, I wonder how they did that. Well, you know, me and my fact finder, I'm like, I wonder how they did that. I wonder what made them decide that. I wonder. So it's so nice to have our guest share, as you just did, the answer to these different questions in your growth. So thank you so much for being here, Kathy. I'm excited to see where you go next. And as you grow Zoom strategies, I encourage everyone listening to check out all the links we're going to share in the show notes to get your Colby schedule a session with Kathy, the go-giver, everything that we've talked about today. They are truly great resources to help you grow to become a more profitable CEO. Thank you, Kathy, for being here. My pleasure. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this week's business building episode of the Becoming a Profitable CEO podcast. I'll be back next Monday with more strategies, practical applications, and best practices. In the meantime, be sure to tune in on Thursdays when I interview other remarkable female business owners who share their insights gained on the path to becoming a profitable CEO. And you're always welcome to join us in our Facebook community to share your take on today's episode, get feedback, and network with other female online business owners. You can find us at thepurposefulceo.com forward slash Facebook. It'll take you right to our community. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.